What's up, everyone, and welcome into episode number 164, where it is my honor and privilege to introduce a special guest joining this episode, and that is Hope Swimmer, Dallas Fisher. How are you doing, Dallas? Good. How are you doing, Zach? Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for taking your time out of your busy schedule. I know you have stuff going on this summer, also with swimming as well, so I really appreciate you taking your time to join the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Uh I was glad I'm uh, able to make it today. Absolutely. So like I said in the beginning or in the intro, you're a swimmer. So every athlete has kind of a different story to the sport that they play. So why did you end up joining the sport of swimming? Yeah, um, swimming wasn't my first sport growing up. Um, the first like sport that I ever played was uh, football in third grade and uh i mean i wasn't very good at it uh i had really bad asthma growing up and i was like one of the larger guys on the like freshman football team and like pushing the like youth football like weight limit and just like not be kid and it didn't really work out um, okay. so then the, the next year, uh, when I started fourth grade, you know, uh, I didn't go back to football there. Um, so this was like fall of 2012. Did you feel like a big, like new swimmer, like wave after like the Olympics on every like Olympic year. And, uh, that wasn't really the case for me. Um, I didn't like join because I saw. I'm going to go swim. Um, I actually like got off the bus one day, just like coming home from school. And I get like in a house and my mom's like, you're going to like swim tryout. She already like packed a bag for me. Like I was leaving in like five minutes and I would, you know, just listen to my mom and it kind of just took off from there. Okay, so it was kind of like something like you were just like put into um, because of that. Did you like enjoy swimming at first? Yeah, I'd I'd say I enjoyed swimming uh, from the start. Like, you know, there was a lot of kids uh, at first and it was pretty like overwhelming. Initial like trial week, there were still just like dozens of kids in my practice group. Um. And actually, like, I started swimming. I was like, choice to like put me in uh, one of her friends, her son. Travis. Because uh, he like did him the year before and like didn't make it on like the club team and had to take like some lessons. So he was uh, going back, and that's kind of why I did that. And there was uh, uh, between, between like, when I played football and then like trying to find a sport where I wasn't like held back, like physically as much. Okay. Um, but yeah. So even though like that friend and myself, this kid's there, like it was, it was pretty like blatant. Like uh, we were just like bottom of the dozens of age group swimmers. And like, usually think that might like keep a kid down like super fun, fun super exciting even though like you know how like kids can like be 
uh, at that like age group summer age and very like talkative and uh, yeah, uh, like really competitive kids. Kid. But I mean, I still like felt rewarding and uh, and pr- like constantly improving. Like when you start swimming, like you don't really know what you're doing. So kind of when you start getting a grip of uh, just you're so young, you're just learning and. Uh, it kind of just kept like picking up and uh, I was just eager to keep doing it. Awesome. So at what point, like when you first joined, you were saying like, it's like a ton of fun and stuff like that. At one, what point did you kind of realize, Hey, you know what? I'm either pretty, I'm either pretty good at this or, Hey, this is something that I can see a future in doing. Um, I wouldn't really say there was like a point where I was like, man, like I'm getting good at this. Like I want to make something out of it because for the first, like at least like two to four years of swimming, like I was always like finishing behind like all of my like friends and classmates. And I never really thought about it as like, sport I guess like the way I thought about other sports um I mean growing up like I like had like an older or I I still have him Uh, I have an older brother and uh uh you know we're just like big sports guys growing up and really took it like as competitively in like terms of like athletics as I'd think of something like a football or like a basketball swimming is more like an activity a competitive part of it but I feel like I attribute that more to like kids just being kids like just being competitive with each other and uh I guess the point where I uh, uh might want to make a future out of this wasn't till like high school Okay, so like you said, after the Olympics, it's kind of a big like swarm of like kids or individuals that want to join the sport of swimming. But outside of that, you don't really see a whole ton of people, at least it's not one of the more popular sports especially compared to like basketball or like you said, you played football. Swimming isn't one of those um, really popular sports, especially in the winter. So outside of kind of the Olympics times where, like you said, a lot of people get never to the sport. Why, in your opinion, do you think people aren't like super excited or a lot of people aren't, becoming swimmers because it kind of seems like either you start swimming competitively at a young age because you might have someone that you know join or maybe a family member in the past but outside of that it doesn't seem like a a whole lot of at least in my opinion a whole lot of people are kind of flocking to the sport of swimming so why do you think that is um i feel like especially like in the modern era um a lot of like media has to like go into play there like obviously swimming isn't like it doesn't get like 
as much attention from like sports outlets and like social media and uh i feel like that was more ingrained like before like my media and like the internet um but uh because of that it's like you have all these kids like watching tv watching whatever on their phones and what they're seeing is like big revenue sports like football basketball baseball hockey like you have like your big four sports there and when you have soccer too um and i feel like i feel much like play soccer basketball baseball like some combination of that just because it's like uh accessible to like it's not gonna cost as much to go out to a field and like throw on a pair of cleats and like play soccer at a youth level than as much of a commitment as swimming is that they're not being exposed to as much um so just like accessibility and just overall like appeal i feel like swimming doesn't have as much going on there especially if you're like starting kids at a young age compared to some of those other sports okay yeah yeah that makes complete sense that because it isn't always in front of people or may not be the easiest sport to join because of like you were saying there's maybe not a ton of pools around people it's not like there's um it's not like it's in the middle of a field that you can throw that you can like swim in. You can, you can throw a football, you can throw a baseball, you can do all those other sports basically anywhere, but swimming there, like you said, there's not a ton of opportunities. There's some opportunities, but it's not really talked a whole lot about or even shown on TV. Yeah. Um, uh, for sure with, uh, like pool proximity with, I feel like every like small, even like small towns have like a local, like youth, like baseball or like soccer league at like some local park. And I mean, not everyone has like a pool or a swim club and you have have a lot of those youth sports competing at like a small local level because there's enough kids like in your town playing it. Whereas really the only like competitive swim body outside of swimming like like, summer club teams. Um, But even still that's uh, more locally and uh, financially is more of a commitment. A lot of those summer clubs like being tied into like clubs. So, once again, like you have a more competitive realm of like competition with USA swimming and the only like competitive outlet outside of that isn't like the most financially accessible for everyone either for there to be as much participation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is a really great, great point that you're making. And I think it kind of um, leads to some of my next questions, maybe like, accessibility or just like kind of like interest in the sport as a whole because when you were first talking about when you joined you joined at such a young age and you really didn't kind of see a future into 
your high school career. So when did you kind of realize that all that investment into a sport was going to lead to an opportunity to college? And when did you really start to think, hey, I want to swim in college? Because you've put in a ton of time swimming. Like since you were in fourth grade all the way throughout high school, that is eight years of swimming. So what made you want to continue swimming into college? And why did you choose Hope College over some of these other schools that were probably looking at you? Yeah, so um, I can't say, like, the goal was always from in college. Um, I guess more in, like, middle school, you know, as, like, kids. I guess, like, I started getting better at swimming, and it was the only sport I was doing. So that's kind of when, like, it gained more, like, attraction to me in terms of, like, being a competitive sport, wanting to, like, really get out there and like race but uh yeah so I always knew like I wanted to get better but college swimming wasn't really like a specific goal or thought I had till I got much older and honestly it wasn't really until until I stepped away from football uh, after my sophomore season uh that I took swimming more seriously um you know putting more time and effort into it and uh even just like having the build of a swimmer and staying there. Um, for context, uh, I picked football back up again in high school and played like my freshman and sophomore years. And like I was on the defensive line. So I was like 237. And like that's far from like what you think of like a swimmer physique. And just, like, two years of that, like, much larger size in the fall. And then you only have a couple weeks where you have to get back down to, like, swimming shape and, you know, being out of the pool for so long. And it just got to the point where I'm like, you know what, I've got to choose here. And um, swimming was that choice. It was the sport, like, I grew up with. And it took... um taking that more seriously and pursuing that and uh that latter hat as um thinking more about college swimming once i started taking things more seriously um no i ended up at hope because of uh the whole like covid pandemic um i guess i wouldn't say accident but it was more like coincidental um, you know, COVID put like a damper on recruiting and especially cause like I had COVID really bad at the end of my, um, high school swim. And, um, I was just kind of like a lull recruiting. I know I was really sick and like, I, um, my biggest opportunity there was, uh, performing really well at my state meet and trying to make like. I'll push I can to get some looks at some other schools and I can't say I was ever really thinking about hope or like any school in MIAA um it was really just like my mom and high school coach that were making a big push for hope and negative about that and I just like it wasn't even like that I didn't want to go to hope 
I guess I didn't have any interest, and it was the fact, like, I have all these people, like, pushing me towards, like, talking, talking to, like, Coach Tabor, like, taking a visit there, and, you know, one of my teammates was committed there, and, you know, I eventually, like, I just gave in and was just, like, doing a favor for everyone pretty much, and that uh, uh, called Tabor. Tabor. And I still remember that because I was still like really sick um, with COVID. Um, I think it was like mid-April. And I was literally um, until I missed missed the call. And I woke up like five minutes before the call. Coach Tabor calls me, talks pretty much nonstop for an hour. And I'm just sitting there like, not even sitting there. I was laying in bed and just like, barely Barely, like able able to like comprehend anything he was saying but uh at the end of the call he was uh offered to bring me out to campus and uh you know i was taken out there uh, by my mom one morning and you know i was kind of just regretting all of it on my car ride there and you know i end up there on campus for my visit and i was uh, hesitant about it, but, you know, I ended up loving it, and everything ended up working out in the end, and it's it's funny how things work out sometimes, because uh, there was never any, like, intention for me personally, like, some hope, or just even just wanting to go to school there in general, and just how things lined up, and, like, looking back, too, like, this was the only college visit I ever made. Because uh, no college is really doing, like, in-person visits. Like, the fall of my senior year, like, you, know, you have all your virtual tours of campuses uh, all over, but you're not getting anything out of that. And Hope was the one place I got to go to, and it was really the only place that mattered. And that worked out great end. Yeah, that's a pretty interesting kind of story there because you see a lot or I've talked to a lot of people um, athletes that like they always kind of have a point where they're like yes I want to be a college athlete or always have like a point where saying I absolutely love the sport I'm not saying you don't love the sport of swimming but never really at least from you telling that story it never really seemed like you were super interested in doing it like you just kind of like went along with it and you turns out you love it you're still doing it now but I think that's just kind of like an interesting like I said interesting story kind of an interesting point of view that saying hey you know what sometimes things don't seem like the way that they are like it's something like okay I'm just doing this for x reason i don't am not necessarily interested in it but then you turn out really loving it and i think that's kind of like what your story is saying and hopefully you have been loving your time so far um swimming i hope it seems like you have been and it seems like it's so far been a pretty um great decision hopefully i'm sure there's probably some days where you don't want to go to practice or might might be like, why am I still doing this sport? But other days, hopefully you're really happy with your decision. Yeah. Um, 
you know, like I was like saying, uh, swimming definitely more started as just like an activity, I guess. And most of that like competitiveness came being a kid and, you know, just like not wanting to lose and swimming was more like still like in middle school. It was more just like a fun activity. You know, you go to swim practice and you have, you know, have all your friends and, uh, I like grew up and got to high school and it was like, man, I like really enjoy this as like a sport, especially like uh, hang up the cleats and really just like got into it and started enjoying swimming as a sport much more, getting a lot more invested in there. Um, So obviously now, like, yeah, um, I definitely love the sport for what it is and like what it's being like something to do and something to get that like competitive edge out. Yeah. And that's great that you love the sport and that you are doing it right now. So what events do you swim at Hope? I guess that's kind of a loaded question. Uh, more cause I feel like a better question would be more like, what don't I swim? Okay, uh, so what don't I, you swim? <laughs> yeah, um, you know, I've just found myself uh, I'm so a lot, lot. Um, over the past two years. And I feel like I've almost swam like every event at this point. But uh, no, like primarily, uh, especially like championship meets, I'm swimming uh, like the two back, both I am's. But, you know, there's... Uh, like the 100 back on relays and 50, 100, 200 free in relays in there as well. Um, even like at some other meet. Relay or like whatever, uh, just to fill the lineup that any given week. Um, but it's definitely more like the past two years, it's been kind of figuring me out in the college event lineup opposed to high school and you know we've really landed on more that like uh sprintier side of like mid d um those 200s i am in there okay and i think the idea of trying to figure you out figure who you are as a swimmer kind of goes pretty well into my next question because trying to figure out like what type of athlete like what events you do is extreme is difficult in itself because like you've said you've done so many different events like you do certain events for like the championships but there's a difficulty to every sport and I don't think swimming is an exception to that I think and talking with other swimmers swimming is an extremely difficult sport so Talk a little bit about that. Like, talk a little bit about, like, the difficulty of the sport, especially for those that might have never done the sport. They might not think it might be necessarily difficult, or they might not know how difficult it actually is. It's definitely a really physically demanding sport, um, especially, like, club swimming growing up, like you're not swimming or training as like specialized as you do in like 
maybe a little in high school. So you're getting a good variety of like sprinting and like having different like distance and aerobic things like kind of sprinkled in there as well. Uh, swimming like every stroke. Um, but yeah, learning that, that, getting that down. Um, I guess, yeah, a lot of us like physically learning uh, and just yardage really is just a grind. And uh, definitely more like the demand um, as far as like scheduling goes. Uh, I feel like something's kind of known more for like having really early morning practices and having a high volume of like training. And um, I mean, it definitely like takes a toll over time. Um, growing up, you definitely hear about like the burnout rate of like swimmers, people who just like fall out of touch and and like start to hate it, it and just like don't want to do that anymore. And I mean, that goes with every sport, but just being in the swimming world for so long, just kind of seeing how prevalent that is. Um, just like seeing takes on swimmers too. Um, okay. Thankfully, I haven't really had like any experience like that in my time, but just seeing like how it's impacted other people's and like their career. Um, but yeah, definitely. Of, uh, physically and mentally demanding and a steep learning curve uh, along the way. Okay, so before we get into the next question I had planned, I think one thing that you just said that I kind of want to dig into a little bit more, that mental side of it and kind of like the burnout of the sport. For someone that's been doing it since fourth grade through a couple of years in college, how do you, you think you've been able to kind of overcome that like mental aspect of the sport and even that burnout? Like, like you said, there's probably quite a few people that are affected by both those things. So how have you been able to kind of like overcome those things? And did you ever really ever hit that burnout? Like, was there ever kind of like a point where you're like, okay, I'm kind of, done with this and you just like either push through it a little bit or someone's like hey let's keep going like come on like we can get through this um you know uh growing up like I feel like having that factor of like not taking swimming very seriously I mean by that it's like it didn't like completely like take up my life growing up, you know, like doing other things, having other interests um, and like taking part of those and not letting the same like competitive side of swimming get to me till uh, I guess I matured more, uh, grew older. And I feel like that's helped me a lot in terms of like uh, burnout in there. I guess I was just fortunate enough to, like, grow up with, like, a smaller club, too. So, you know, everyone's, like, pretty, like, close and, like, friendly with each other. Um, always, like, having a positive environment there. Always. Um, so I feel like that's helped me a lot, like, not hitting that point at a young age. Um, 
because they're like, I mean, that hits a lot of people in like high school and college, you know, the point where like life starts moving so fast and you have a lot of other things going on. And sometimes like swimming's just that thing, like people might need to just like cut out of their life. And, uh, it's unfortunate a lot given uh, some of the circumstances, but you know, thankfully I've never had to find myself in a spot where like, man, like I want to quit swimming. Like I can't do this anymore. Like it's just not like fit for. Uh, There was one time, uh, I think it was like maybe the first month of like a short course season. I was in middle school. Um, so four or five five years into swimming at that point um yeah like yeah like four years i think that adds up um and i like i wouldn't say i quit swimming which is like a weird point just like developmentally and like getting back into swimming you know like you have maybe that month off between long course and short course starting back up. And I just, I don't know what it was at the time. Like swimming wasn't as fun or something, but like a weekend, like I didn't want to go. And I feel like, uh, like age group swimming, it's like, it's not like high school or college where you have to go to like, or it's at least like, yes. And like, I just like didn't want to go to practice and like, didn't want to be swimming anymore. And, you know, then I, uh, my mom was pretty upset with me, but, you know, like, oh, we, end of that week, it was like Friday. I was like, yeah, I was eager to go back the whole weekend and Monday comes back around. I practice again and all is good. But as like, I've grown up, there's never like been like a serious point where I like couldn't do it. And I'm just thankful that. I've had enough like positive experience and like enough like experience managing my time well and having like enough balance in my life to where swimming is never for me. Okay. And I want to get, I know we've kind of talked quite a bit about um, maybe like challenges a little bit, like especially when you're just describing, but I want to get to the positive aspect of the sport because i'm sure you've had several great memories several great achievements especially at hope hope hopefully so can you talk about some of those great memories or great achievements you've had in the pool and maybe even outside of the pool especially at hope um i think uh achievement and like memory wise at least, like, in recent memory with the last day of my boys this year, um, specifically that 200 back. Uh, looking back, uh, if you recall, it was uh, my lowest individual finish of the meet. Um, I got... Um, I was runner-up in both IMs uh, the previous two days that weekend, and that really just like wasn't the important part to me. Um, I was just at a point Friday night, like in our hotel room, uh, 
the guy I was rooming with. Um, so this is the night before the two back. And I was just telling him, like, you know, I'm really grateful for, like, how things have turned out this week. But, you know, like, I've accomplished a lot. And I'm grateful, but I was, like, really eager to just, like, break through, win something, uh, going back to back, like, runner-up finishes. But what I told him was uh, this, and uh, I told him I'd rather get third uh, and see one of my teammates uh, on top of the podium than uh, get another runner-up finish on the weekend. Um, So next day, Saturday morning, prelim uh prelim swim because the timing system malfunctioned for my heat uh and i ended up uh just like not getting a time and uh if you also recall um who were like what the situation was but there was a girl from kalamazoo who was like having some uh like medical troubles that weekend um and she was like in my lane. It was like the heat or two. Because she was like the last heat of women's in the morning. And she was like laying on deck. Like, I don't even know what was going on um, with her that whole weekend. And, you know, it was just really unfortunate to see all that going. Um, no, I she's uh, doing better now. Uh, I think she was like a senior too. So hopefully uh, she's overcome all that by now but um yeah so the timing system was out and the two timers behind my lane were really like attending to her but the problem with that was they didn't get my time for uh like my hand time the timing system was out and i didn't have hand times I, I still like to this day, I don't know where my time came from because like after the race, like I was trying to like ask them like uh, what my time was because I wasn't really like aware of what was going on like after my race and like what. Um, so, yeah, I didn't I was just really confused. Like I was thinking like I might have to go from that again. And uh, so I just start cooling down like that'll take care of itself like. If I have to do something, I'll, uh, like, Coach Taylor will let me know if anything happened. Uh, I'm cooling down, like, 10 minutes later, and see, I have a time, and, like, I was, uh, like, fifth seed going to finals, uh, over in lane two. That final? Um, and what happens, uh, going back to what I was, uh, just talking about at the beginning there, uh, I uh, touched out the guy right next to me, got him uh, on that left. I touched him for third. But uh, a few lanes over, right down in lane six, uh, Colin Kalkman just absolute monster swim. Negative split that, I think. Um, just monster back half. And uh, took the win there. And you can go back... Uh, look at the pictures and you can go see me uh right over behind lane six and just celebrating that with him and you know still just in the water catching their breath and in that moment you know just going back to thinking about what i was talking about the night before i was just so like amped for that 
Um, and like I don't, I didn't even know what my time was. Even know what his time was. Um, and it, I, it was like a team record. Um, it was really incredible swim. But uh, you could just uh, see it all unfold, and for that, and you know he uh, probably didn't have the meat he wanted to the past couple of days before that. Uh, probably wish some of those swims uh, went a little better than they ended up going. You know, well, I just I, wanted I... to like celebrate him in that moment and that when he got. And, uh, I mean, you can probably even, like, go pull up that live stream on, like, the, like, Calvin YouTube that was streaming it and just and run over there. Um, but, yeah, it was a really awesome moment. Um, kind of how things came full circle there. And, you know, keeping, like, energy up at meets like that and... Like my teammates and like what they're able to do after like a long season, you know, you're starting like August, September and it just gets longer and harder as you go. So, uh, reading those championships with, uh, everyone around you just kind of means more than, uh, anything else in the sport. Yeah. And I think that's really, really cool that you are able to do that. You honestly, basically probably spoke really that into existence and i think your little explanation your story there kind of really emulates why i love sports because sports mean certain things to people each individual a sport means something differently and teams also mean something differently to each individual and i think your story kind of shows what what your team means to you like you're you're willing and are happy with your teammates whenever they succeed you want your teammates to succeed um and i think your story just shows that like the sport of swimming like while it's hard while it might not be going exactly the way you want it to be like for you, like you were saying, hey, you know, I wanted to win some of my events by finish runner up. And then for Colin, you're saying, yeah, his meet wasn't going necessarily the way it was. I think your story kind of really shows that it's more than just yourself in sports. It's about the team. It's about pushing people. It's about celebrating each other. And I think that is something that you really demonstrate in that story. And hopefully a lot of people do, because I think sports is a unique thing that allows people to get the best out of each other and be able to form kind of bonds with people. Like in swimming, I don't know if you consider your teams as family, but it kind of seems like in the sport of swimming, it is more like a family and and especially at Hope, it seems like the swim team is a big family as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're definitely all close. And, uh, you know, Colin's just one of those guys, you know. He comes in day in, day out, you know, works. He's one, one of those guys who's just super invested in the team and the sport itself. And, 
you know, it's like moments like that, you know, you work hard with a guy like training for month after month. And in that moment, you know, it wasn't a score. It wasn't about any other person or like anything else. It was just about like celebrating him. And uh, there's definitely like other moments in that weekend too. And you know, other points in this competing or if it's just something small at a practice or a dual meet or like in the weight room or even just like in the classroom or like things people are doing outside of the pool like with the the men's team the whole team like everyone's really close or at least it's close to like some people to uh, an extent and just like celebrating just like everything everyone does college is college isn't easy and being a college athlete doesn't make that any easier so just kind of taking the small wins as they come and you know just letting people know like you appreciate them and you recognize like the things that makes a big difference um and i know you like another part of your question earlier was like talking about like some of the other memories too, like even like outside of swimming, like freshman year, uh, I lived like in a single dorm and, you know, I had two other freshman guys across the hall from me and two other sophomore guys uh, next door and just kind of having like our little community in the dorm there. And uh, especially like this past year, uh, I was living with all guys, the class above me, but really just getting closer with those guys all the time and, you know, going to do stuff with them, um, whether it's like going out at night, like downtown or across Holland or going out to eat or even like this past spring and uh, going out and forming like a numeral like ultimate Frisbee team and just like doing that together like twice a week having fun and even the not so fun moments like just working on projects or like homework together and uh it just makes life that much more rewarding like being close in that time with them and it's definitely found its way like to our team and with everyone whether it's like as a whole or inside a season or outside of the season and kind of spread out a bit more yeah yeah absolutely and like you said it's about those good times it's about those times of struggle especially in the pool out of the pool um but it seems like you've had some really great memories i know you have a few years left of swimming as well and being kind of a college athlete in the position that you currently are um i think a lot of people look up to you look up to college athletes and say hey you know what I want to be there one day or just in general just looking up even if you don't do the sport just being a college athlete you have people that tune in every single meet or every single game and you have people that like I said want to be you so I think that allows you to be in kind of a unique position being in that spot because you've been experiencing that. So before I 
end the podcast with a quick flash round at the end. I want to talk and talk about you and get kind of advice from you for those that want to be in the position that you are currently right now that want to be maybe a swimmer in college or just being a college athlete. What kind of advice would you give to those individuals and then to the individuals that maybe just want to try the sport in general? What advice would you give to those as well? Um, I guess more for like advice for prospective college athletes, um, swimming or not would just be like investing in yourself. Um, I guess what I mean by that is to just do everything you can do. The best person you could be, um, what being coachable, being a great teammate, you know, um, working your hardest every day and just investing as much as you can into every different thing that you do. You know, you got to recognize at some point that your sport isn't your entire world, even in like if it feels like that most of the time. Um, prioritizing school, faith, family, friends, relate. Just kind of the building blocks of of life around that and uh you have the most important parts about that you know just being kind being patient um just being full of love and like outpouring that to everyone um you know if you're truly doing like all those things um there really won't be like anything uh that's ever failure um uh, even if uh, your sport isn't going a certain way or it's overwhelming, um, it's, uh, you can really uh, build on those things. Uh, you're going to be. Um, and you know, nobody's perfect either. Like sometimes it can just like feel like you have the whole weight on uh, the world on your shoulders. And sometimes you might not act the way usually what you're not supposed to be doing and you know i'm far from perfect myself you know even today i still invest myself to be the best person i can be uh personally for me like that might just be like a kind i was created in god's image and likeness and that may be different for others but you know even at our lowest there's always going to be that like one reminder that can lift us back up like where we need to be, where we should be. And, you know, for the people who are just starting sports or trying new things, um, I'd uh, leave you at two uh, things here. Um, you know, something's been a part of my life for so long. I feel like, like really just getting close or with your teammates uh, is important. Um, like even like a lot of people will say like some of their best uh, swim memories will come from high school and like how close their like team is there. And, you know, my uh, high school team was close and I have some awesome memories of just being around those guys all the time. But, um, even just like coming to hope being on that team is really getting close with everyone and living with them like on campus and just being so close uh together 
really has just like made a difference. And like, yeah, I was just talking about that. Like, I love like with the, the most of them that I'll be living with next year. Um, but really uh, emphasizing that. But also, it's like uh, persevering, you know, keeping your head down because, uh, especially with swimming, right when you first start, it's going to be the most difficult it's like ever going to be. Um, obviously, training can get but when you're first getting in the water and you don't know what you're doing and you don't have a feel for the water, it's uh. It's not great, and it's really, really frustrating. And even just, like, I can say this. Like, thinking, I'm thinking back to, like, when I first started swimming. But I guess for more, uh, personally, it's, like, I was out of the water for, like, nearly two Um when I relocated uh, to Alaska this summer for work um, because I travel because of the pool being closed. And it was just really difficult because I, you know, I didn't have control there. And, you know, once I got back in, it just, it sucked. Um, I like had no feel for the water. Everything was super awkward and it's just kind of, Swim again is really difficult, and that's also just learning to swim. Already having swam for over a decade at this point, um, and you know, even like I'm nearing the end of week water, and even though like I'm doing really well, like athletically outside of the water uh, in the pool, um, and you know, it's getting better, but also like. If you're in like, in like high school or even like college and you're just like trying to learn how to swim, um, just not being afraid or getting down on yourself or getting too frustrated uh, when you're taking those first, well, first strokes. I was going to say first steps, but uh, not really step in there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, that's probably the most, like, mentally challenging part is just, and, and uh, uh, I guess I didn't really deal with that as much growing up because, you know, you're learning as a kid and you kind of just don't really pay as much attention or really grasp it as much, but really just getting down to it, learning how to swim, proper, like, kick rates and stroke technique and, uh, like turns and underwaters and gaining a feel for that once you learn how to do it um can I be a big difference opposed to just getting the water and having big expectations and not meeting them yeah yeah and i and i've even heard from like you said you're out of the water for two months i've even heard swimmers say that like even if i'm out of the water for like a couple of days like it sucks returning like not being in the water like consistently like you could easily lose a step or two or it like you said it felt weird getting back in the in the water and swimming 
Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, I used to have a coach, too, that would be like, every, like, week you're out of the water, like, it's going to take, like, two weeks to back in. Thankfully, I don't think that's the case now. Um, just the way uh, training goes and where I'm at, like, as a swimmer, because otherwise it would take me, you know, like, four months to get back, but I'm I'm almost there, so. But, yeah, um, being out of the water sucks, and getting back in and getting back to where you were before is, uh, isn't an uh, easy task, but um, you'll get there, and not getting too caught up on yourself is important. Yeah, that's awesome advice, Dallas. I think a lot of people are really going to take a lot of what you said away from just the advice or just... Anything you said in general, I think um, this conversation, this interview has been awesome. It's been awesome learning kind of about your story of how you kind of got started in swimming and where you currently are right now and kind of like the good things that you went through and also like the struggles you've kind of gone through as well. Um, I know kind of we're running out of time, so just want to quickly um finish out with more like a little fun activity not shouldn't take too long it's i call it the fast round basically i'll give you like two options and you select um which one you would prefer so we can get started whenever we whenever you're ready all right freestyle or fly uh that's easy uh freestyle for sure Missing your race or DQing in a relay? Um, definitely uh, missing a race. Uh, never had it happen, but I'd rather uh, it be myself than not. Missing the wall or your goggles falling off? Uh, definitely uh, missing the wall. Uh, unless it's just a good 50, you can uh, come back from that. But goggles, that's going to that's gonna impact the whole race there. Yeah, 4 a.m. or the mile? Uh, being that I swim the 4 a.m., I'll gladly take the 4 a.m. Okay. Your own lane or anti-fall goggles that actually work? Um, let me get the goggles. Um, I've been training in clear goggles a lot, like, the past, like, year or so. So, they fog up pretty easy. I'm kind of interested. You don't see a lot of people especially swimmers do the clear goggles is there any specific reason why you do the clear goggles like i know like you don't see a ton of people do the clear goggles um yeah so when i was like age group so like clear goggles uh just as a preference and then you know i guess i kind of stopped that um growing up because i mean there's a few reasons behind it um there really aren't any racing goggles that are truly that have at least like some tint to it. If they're even if they're like not mirrored, um, you know, sometimes I just kind of forget how much nicer it is having clear goggles. Um, seeing the pool like clear, some clear goggles like even make like the pool helps if you have like a darker pool in terms of like lighting. I know like it's nice to have clear goggles like early morning practice at the Dow when you have all the 
windows by the diving well and it's just like um, like that but no what really happened here in the past year was uh i got some and they were supposed to be clear but they were also supposed to have like and like the like silicone part of the goggles like around the lens was supposed to be like gray and like black when I got them, they were all clear, and the only thing that was black was the strap. So, like, all the, like, silver gray stuff was clear. And they're really comfortable goggles. I can't think of the exact name. They're, like, I'm pretty sure they're arena goggles, and they have, like, this, like, hex pattern that makes it, like, softer on your... You can, like, still wear them tight. Which is how I, like, prefer my goggles, but it's not, like, squeezing your face um so yeah so people got a kick out of that and then i didn't care at all because you know i'm seeing grit they're awesome and then come like january we're taking our goggle order for mi double a's um i'm not too big on the like tracer x elite which is like the um, um racing goggle from tier um, so I was kind of just exploring my options for, uh, what goggles I was going to get for like championships. And I stumble across these, uh, or triple clear, I'm talking clear lens, clear, like silicone part, like plastic rest of the goggles, clear strap, like this whole thing, just the epitome of clear goggle. So I went with that and um once we get those like that week before my double a's and we're having like practices at the hack and just throwing those on and just seeing everyone like react to that it was hilarious <laughs> that's awesome you know it was it was just entertaining and it was a fun reminder like man i forgot how much i love clear goggles you know they make uh seeing you know, that much better so um, come from it kind of started as a joke, but then it served as a reminder of uh, my original preferences back in the day. That's awesome, and you can physically actually look at your opponents, and they can and they can see you doing like an intimidating look if you want to, or it's just more like a funny type of thing as well. Yeah, you can definitely see that. Um, if you look back at some pictures from my double A's, but it's also funny because uh. There were a couple of prelim swims where some spectators thought my goggles fell off. And I, you get back to the hotel after the session or after your race and Tabor's like, did your goggles fall off? Like I'm getting these texts from like these parents and like from Kelly, like, like your goggles fell off during your race. I'm like, no, no, it's just my clear. Go- they're all clear. Like they're, they were there. Like all was good, but <laughs> yeah, there's definitely kind of funny. Uh, wearing the clear goggles. That's awesome. So let's continue an extra day of rest or perfect turns during a race. Um, I'm going to go an extra day of rest because uh, if I have that rest, I can uh, probably do my uh, best turns I can do there. Okay. Taper your favorite food after a meet? Um, I'm going to taper because after like, a meet is going to be whatever I'm craving at the moment. So. 
Okay. It's not always going to be my favorite food. It's just going to be what sounds good after that uh, long meet. Okay. Caleb Dressel or Michael Phelps? Um, Probably Dressel, you know? Uh, at least, like, personally has been more of, like, a relatable swimmer. Okay. And last question. Swimming or any other sport? Um, You know... A lot of stories earlier, you know, got to go with swimming there. Uh, I played a lot of sports growing up. Uh, I mean, you got football, basketball, boxing, wrestling, like all sorts of stuff in there, and still a lot of stuff I enjoy. Okay. And even stuff I still do. But, uh, you know, swimming personally just trumps them all for me. Awesome. Well, thank you, Dallas. I really appreciate you taking your time. I know you've been extremely busy i really appreciate you joining it's been an awesome conversation like i tell every athlete or anyone that ever joins the door is always open for you to ever come back on if you want to talk about swimming or just any other sport that when the door is always open if you ever want to um, jump back on the podcast but best of luck for you in the next couple of years i hope that you have some great swims, swims in the future. I hope that you guys compete and hopefully win another MIAA championship soon as well. But thank you again, Dallas. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank, thank you, you for uh, having me. Um, yeah, definitely wasn't uh, the easiest uh, kind of scheduling things uh, with all my like work schedule and uh, you know I'm I'm playing in a local. Uh, out here and you know i got a game in a couple hours too and you know i got that four hour time difference like we're recording this and it's you know it's night time for you but i'm just like getting off the work day and uh talk to you about clearly you know you put a lot of hard work in this podcast you know you're well above 100 episodes and uh there was never a point where you uh stopped like pursuing me for uh trying to really glad that I was eventually able to find some time to come on. So thank you for having me, Zach. Uh, it's been a pleasure to be on here with you. Yeah. And thank you again. Um, glad that we were finally able to work out. I know we've been working on this podcast um, for quite a while, but yeah, I hope you continue to have fun out there. Um, I know you're, I know hope starts back up here in probably a month. So good luck this year. And yeah, that's a wrap to episode number 164. Thank you again to Dallas for joining and everyone have a good night and tune into the next episode.